0: Top top top, <laughs> top. Let's get it. <laughs> top 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 top. <laughs> top hill. That's funny we did at the same time. He <laughs> uh, was ready. Episode
1: eleven. Eleven.
0: Yep. Episode eleven on a man. It's good with you. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. <laughs> Long day. I bet. Yeah, man. But we here. I'm just glad we here. Got something to sip on. hmm I'm just. Happy I'm here to talk what I love about talk about, which is music, so. I've been waiting for this episode, man. Yeah, I'm ready to get into it. This, this, okay,
1: this week has been absolutely insane when it comes to information and music and culture and so many things happen from music, from cinema to, you know, passing of of some, of a legendary king, you know what I mean, so. We can go ahead and get into this episode real quick. Um, but first, Chad, how was your week, man?
0: It was It was good. It usually is good. Um, always try to... You know me. Always try to be positive. When you always try to stay positive and never let the negative energy affect you, mm-hmm. yo, your days are better. Like, each time, every time you think positive, like, that... That's real. That energy is real. A man that can control his mind can rule a city, right? It facts. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, man, like, yeah, I usually have good weeks. And not to say I don't have no problems, but, you know, I have my ups and downs, but most of the week has been up. So I'm thankful. am blessed.
1: Yeah. That's dope, man. Same here, man. I had a really good week. Um, you know, work was good, you know. Got my silver surface, got a good car wash. Shout out to Miss Clean.
0: <laughs> i seen that.
1: Yeah, um, there's this, uh, there's a new business out there, um, from this, um, woman named Miss Clean. She actually does a remote, um, car wash. She comes to you. That's dope. You know, a really, a really great price, and they do a hell of a job, man, so I'm very happy on, um. The wash that they did for my car, so they did
0: detailing, right? Yeah, Telling detailing.
1: They also do towing and stuff as well too. So shout out to you. Shout out to Drop Top Nick. You guys can follow her on, on IG. She will be a guest on our show in the future. So looking <clears> forward to it. Um, yeah, man. So let's get let's get into the episode. Okay. First things first. Rest in peace, to Juice World. Yeah. Um. I couldn't mm. believe it, man. Um when I when I woke up um, you know, yesterday and I, I seen the news, I was just like, this world dead. Like I, mm. I really I really couldn't believe it. Like it, I was like, This can't be real, this can't be reliable, but it came from a reliable sources like I gotta look at another source. Like mm. I, I don't believe what I'm reading right now man. and and sure enough, man, uh, it's true. Um from from the information that we have right now, there's no Um, there's no... The autopsy report did not come back with enough information to prove that he was on drugs that caused a seizure. So we don't know that for sure yet. Everybody obviously is speculating that. Um, But there has been, I will say, the most recent update that they have came out with. um, So basically, federal agents were waiting at the airport for X2 to arrive. Um, He was on his private jet. um, And the pilot of the private jet informed uh, the police that they had guns and drugs on the plane. Mm-hmm. And when they landed and they began to search, that's when he started having the seizures. Um, they did find, like, like I think over 70 pounds of, like, marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, they did find some guns and stuff like that. They did arrest the security uh, detail. They were then soon released because they had permits, but they didn't have permits to have guns at an airport. So there, there was a couple of things with that, um, but, you know, without all the technical stuff, it's, it's a shame to see a 21-year-old gifted, talented artist such as Juice World leave this planet so soon. Um, I mean, the dude... I was just really—I mean, I, I heard Juice World, um, you know, early last year, um, but then I just started getting to know him even more, like his talent when it comes to freestyling. Like he's oh, one yeah. of the best freestylers. Yeah, he's gifted in that. Yeah, sure. bro, it's insane, man, what he, what he can do with that. So.
0: Yeah, all the artists when I um, when they asked them uh, about Juice World, uh, I say Future and Young Thug, for example. But mm-hmm. they were talking about Juice World. It's like, man, like. He could really just go in there and just spit yeah. off the dome. And he yeah. said like, I never seen anything like that. Right. He's like the only person witness is Jay Z can do that, but it's it's only but so many a handful that could do that. So right. He was definitely gifted. Um, yeah, man, it's sad when I um I heard it in the morning as well, and bruh, I just got the same feeling with um XXX pretty much especially yeah. on like. He's so young, so talented, he has so much going for him, so man it, I know I don't know him personally, but it still hurts because you know this is somebody you listen to, you connect to. His music is so personal too and um
1: oh yeah. uh, shout out to I am uh, Austin uh, Toles he just uh gave us a comment. He said that that young man's music helped me through suicidal depression the past two summers. And and that's why like the music like this is very important. I call it like like kind of like emo rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it gives it's a very, you know, it's he- heavy melody bass, You know, it's it, it it reminds me of like a lot of Kid Cudi. It's like Kid Cudi babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Type of music like De- definitely. Juice World X Trippy Red. Like, them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's there's an avenue for that music. I love that music. It's, it's, it's it sounds amazing. It it puts you in a place that. Um, it can help
0: people get out of a comes lot of dark places. Come from a pure heart. And yeah, people can relate to that. Exactly, uh, it's real.
1: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's that's basically what it comes down to. Is them being absolutely real. Um, I, I just, I can't believe it, man. We'll, let's give a moment of silence, real quick, to uh, Juice World. I'm take that again, but the the of- All right, man. Moving on.
0: Jay Z has turned fifty, 50 years, years old. old. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's mind blowing. If you're if you're a nineties baby, that's that's mind blowing. Um, you pretty much seen Jay Z grew up in his career. He started at. I don't think a lot of people know this, but he actually started at twenty six, mm. fully in his yeah. rock career. Yeah, he he dropped his first album, which time. is very inspirational to me. because yeah. <laughs> it's never too late. Like you don't gotta be young. So right.
1: Yo, like
0: hip hop is getting old, bro. Like, we really growing up with it. And bro. to see Jay Z, 50 years old, actually showing signs of his older age, is just like, dang, like. Giving us a real grown up rap,
1: too. You know what man, I mean? Like, yeah. proving to people, like, yeah, I might be a little bit older, but I can give you a 444. Four, four. And that, Joe, is, is fire, you know, bro. the game needs that kind of hip hop as well. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Shout out to Jay Z, man. I I couldn't believe that he's fifty. I was like, damn, fifty years old. But um, he's on his boss status, you know what I mean? He had a he had a private party, you know. He uh, he sent out Rolexes to all his guests. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> like Mill is uh, the one that actually posted uh, the Rolex, and I'm just like, that's
0: that's boss, definitely that's, boss. That's one. boss
1: status right there, man. The invitation is a Rolex. How how can you say no to right. the invitation? Jay Z is
0: just setting an example for all you rappers. Like, mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's really laying out the blueprint yeah, for yeah, y'all yeah. niggas. So, pay attention. Like, he's definitely the GOAT. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. You're going to have to catch up. Drake, Kendrick, all y'all. Y'all got a lot of catching up.
1: Drake's not that far. I, I feel like Drake can definitely... Depending on what Kendrick does I in this year. got a lot of
0: catching up to do. I'm sorry.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into top albums, man. This week has been incredible when it comes to music. We have got some amazing projects. I mean, in my opinion, oh <laughs> shit! All right, I don't know about that one, bro. All right, so I ain't gonna hold you. we're gonna talk about four albums real quick, okay? We're gonna talk about Roddy Rich. Um, we're going to talk about XXX, we're going to talk about French Montana, and we're going to talk about Fat Joe and Dre. Okay. Um, so out of these albums, uh, Chad mm-hmm. Um, give me your take on these four, like real briefly, like run through these four real quick and, you know, tell us what you think.
0: Um, it's a mixture. You got a young guy who's um, really trying to prove himself in the game. Um, that everybody, I think, is hyped for, which I'm talking about Ronnie Rich. Then you got XX, on I think that's how he pronounces mm-hmm. his whole name. But anyway, um, to be honest, I wasn't really excited for him just because of the fact that he did pass away. It's unfortunate, but it's just like, man, like, give it some time. That's how that's how I feel personally. Like, mm. But I'm not going to get too much into it, but I actually... End up liking it. And then French Montana wasn't excited for it because, um, just on personal reason, I like him as a um, a person, what he does outside of music, but as far as musically with projects and stuff, wasn't looking forward to it. I knew it was going to be. French Montana, I feel like he's just more for the club scene. Yeah, he's, and he's, and a, make hit hits. Maker. he's a hit maker. He's not one of those like true artists that's going to give you a deep album or something like that. And then with Fat Joe and Dre, um, to be honest, definitely wasn't looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought 50 ended this guy, like. Who, Fat Joe? <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I don't bruh, like when you talk, when you said Fat Joe to me, I was like, bruh, like I know. <laughs> I know I know what Fat, you
1: was
0: thinking. Fat Joe, bruh. But nah, no disrespect. Um, I do respect Fat Joe a lot. He's a historian. Mm-hmm. When it comes to him, he knows a lot. Of, he's like, OG. He's an OG, but he was actually a part of um, stuff that we haven't seen behind the scenes. Yeah. So when I seen the uh, interview he did with Flex, I was like, yo, I got to start following him and stuff. But mm-hmm. musical, music-wise, to be honest, I wasn't looking forward to it. And I actually ended up listening to it today. And it was good. I, it's Fat Joe. i He's, he's a good rapper. I'll never take that away from him, but the project was uh, pretty decent, so that's my take on it. Um, a quick rundown for me. So
1: starting with Roddy Rich, The Streets was ready for this uh, album right here. I mean, people have been going crazy about the Roddy Rich album. I was
0: ready for it. Um,
1: <laughs> and, you know, this was the first time that, I mean, I, I liked some of Roddy Rich's earlier music. I like the Die Young song. Um, you know that song he actually tribute to XXX the day that he um, that the day after uh, X passed away. Um, the only thing with Roddy man like is he confuses me because you know he's supposed to, he's from he's from Compton you know what I mean he's a he's a West Coast artist. I didn't know that. I, I know you didn't know that because he don't sound like a West Coast artist no, at all. He sounds like somebody from Atlanta you know what I mean, in, in my opinion and and. A lot of his his sounds, his tone sounds so young thug to me. Like he is a, a very he is a very similar young thug flow and sound. So it was just like I, I was very com- confused um, on the on his sound and, and what he brought to the music and stuff like that. But I mean, I still think that it was a decent album. Um, the box to me was definitely a fire track. Um, it's
0: ridiculous. I had that repeat like five, six times
1: a day. I mean, high fashion mustard was decent. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- I mean, it was, it was, it was just good to me. It was, it was good. But it, like I said, we just been fed so much. It was a lot to digest this week. So I'm digesting Roddy Rich, um, with XXX. Um, I felt the same way that you did. You know, I felt that it doesn't feel genuine or organic, that this music is coming out right now. I feel like they're really exploitating this person's yeah, death. Yeah, cuz
0: he just released uh, one last year. He did. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? I'm just like <laughs> let this boy
0: rest in peace. Right. You know what I mean? Like he like it was some anticipation like y'all not even like you said, you not let him rest and Yeah. And, and, I
1: mean, to me, he came to me the questions album is one of the best it's one of the best albums of the decade, in my opinion. Um, it's it's an amazing project. You know, he f- he followed up with some other projects as well, too, You know after he passed, and I was just like, it was good. Now, I listened to this album more than once, okay. and I will say that each listen, it gets better, um, especially when I pay attention to it. There's actually um, some go-to jumps on there like that. I'm like, okay, this is a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's It's definitely a vibe. I definitely see why this album was made. But the only thing that gives me, that throws me off about it is the fact that I feel like it's coming from an ingenuine place. That somebody is just trying to make music off of this person who who passed away. And it's just like, it just doesn't feel
0: right. I feel the same exact way. I feel like, to be honest, I don't know much about his family, but I really think they're trying to get money off of him still with dropping these projects.
1: Shout out to Ambitious Bossy. She said that uh Roddy Rich sounds better than uh than Young Thug. Oh, we no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold
0: on. <laughs> Who the heck said
1: that? <laughs> she said she said that uh I, she said I'm tripping. She said Roddy Rich sounds better. Yeah, you're
0: big tripping,
1: whoever said that. <laughs> young, young Thug is you, you can't yeah, disrespect yeah,
0: Young Thug. Yeah, uh, uh, come, come on, up, is man. Doug. Young Thug is Doug. But Roddy Rich does sound good. I do agree with you on I mean. that. Yeah
1: um next I have French Montana with Montana that was the first album out of these four this is the first album I listened to and um the, the only okay the album is good and the more I listen to it is getting a little it's growing on me more as well too the more I listen to it um the only issue that I have with albums that is a lot of throwaway songs over here it's a, it's a double it's a double disc album um so you know what I really
0: don't like what this I think one like two or three of those songs came out two years ago. Yeah. I, I mean, hate my th- artists do that. Like.
1: So, I looked at what he did. He, he gave us Two projects put it in one. It's a, it's a double disc. Yeah, i seen that. Um, yeah. And the last the last one is the one that you're talking about. You have No Shopping on there Mm-mm. and No Stylus. Both the features with Drake. You know, one came out like two years ago. One came out one year and ago. And Lotjaw
0: came out two years yeah, ago. Yeah, Lotjaw came out a, a brick ago. But it was smart for him to put it at the end because he would have lost me if he would have put it at the beginning. I'm like, all right, time to turn this. I love those songs. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's just like...
1: You there heard it already. there's some good music on there, but it just seems like it's it's really weird because you're just throwing a lot of old stuff in the mix of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, I actually enjoyed the first album um, that he had, like the last half of it. The last half of the first album <laughs> was good to me. I enjoyed that part. the The second album just felt like a bunch of his throwaways um, that he just you know came up with hits. Um, my bad, I
0: didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah. I just thought about that person who said, uh, Ronnie Rich sound better, young. Th-. I think I know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Rich articulates better, I feel like. Okay. You can understand him more. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to point that out. Maybe that's why they like the clarity of it. The clarity plan. of it, because you do understand him more when. You... Yeah, I can see that. I can see why they said that. Um. My bad. No, you go, bro.
1: The last thing. The last album, Fat Joe and Dre, um, with an album called Family Ties. Now let me say this: I was not checking for no fucking Fat Joe album. <laughs> I was not. I was not listening. I was not ready to hear no Fat Joe album. I was not prepared. But um, I gave it a listen, and it's eleven tracks, and it's forty minutes. And Fat Joe's that was a- smart
0: for eleven tracks.
1: It, w- it was very smart, mm. and Fat Joe's an OG, right? Don't let's not get this respect. I'm gonna respect Fat Joe because he is an OG to the hip hop game. But he, this man, the music sounded so good. <laughs> like the, the 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 fuck, bro. <laughs> this uh, I I, I am me. a sucker for a good sample with good beats orchestrated perfectly. And when I heard Heaven or Hell, the third track, I was like what am I experiencing right now? Definitely
0: some good samples in that album.
1: I was like, this is, this is like that. And then, I mean, the whole project, he just had some dope Jones on there. He had, he had another song um, on there with Eminem and Mary J. Blige. That's the
0: best song on
1: there. It's one of the best songs on there. That's the
0: song I was like, damn, this is it.
1: Like this out, bro, this album is good. It's good. And I, I like the fact it's, it's contemporary, it's like, it's up-to-date with it, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not one of those old jumps that, like, okay, it's an hour and a half long with 25 songs, and, you know, you gotta get through the bullshit to get to the songs you like. No, every song on this, on this album is fire. Every single one of them sounds good. Like, this is the album that I will play over and over again um, from listening to it, and I was not expecting it. Like, I really wanted to... Like, I know when I told Chad, I was like, we got to talk about the Fat Joe album. Chad was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I know Chad I was like, nah, we got to talk about those damn Fat Joe. <laughs> and I was like, but I have to because this is a hip-hop podcast about albums. And I want you all to know what albums are good. And me personally, I feel like this album is one of the best albums that we've had so far. So, I like, how can we not talk about it? If, if, I don't care how popular or unpopular it is or how popular or unpopular Fat Joe is. This album is good. This is a hip-hop, good-ass album. Listen to it. You know what I mean? If you enjoy hip-hop. so. Mm-hmm. Um. That's my quick critique. Now, out of these four, Chad, um, first of all, does any one of these become your new top hill, Or do you... Uh...
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it this. I um, always want to give it to somebody new. Uh, I definitely give it to uh, Rodney Rich. And on the first listen, on the first lesson I thought was just a decent album. But the more I kept listening to it and the more I got in tune with the sound, um, I really loved it. It kept getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um I get where you're coming from, where you kind of sounds like young Thug, but at the same time, the more I listen to it, the more I'll get to know Ronnie Rich more. He's mm-hmm. so raw and He's so um, real about what he goes through. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's a lot of rappers, him, the newer artists right now that really lived that life. Mm-hmm. You could tell he lived that life. And my cousin came over yesterday, and he put on a Roddy Rich interview. And I don't know nothing about this guy. I've never mm-hmm. seen the interview, but he was basically talking about his life. And I was like, man, I already knew what you was talking about in your songs was real. So yeah. when he did an in interview, it just confirmed it. So. That was a, yeah, that was his confirmation for me, but there was a lot of standout um, tracks that I like as well. Um, I just love... You know where I come from. I just love things that are just fresh. Yeah. A new sound and a new uh, way of flow, rapping flows and mm-hmm. cadences and stuff. He brings all of that, so that's what I appreciate about Ronnie Rich, and I'll give it a solid... I'll give it a high eight. That's how much I liked it because... At first, when I first listened, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, "This is all right. This is decent." But the more I kept listening to it, the more I started loving it. And I was just like, "Man, this actually sounds really good." There's only one song I don't like, and it's a song featuring Meek Mill. He got that weak ass flow he always uses. I hate. Brad, like I get where he was trying to go uh, the direction like he wanted a hit song That was supposed
1: to be a surprise feature too because the early tracklist had it covered up and Right, like, yeah. and it
0: was, I feel like he was trying to get a hit song out of this, but yeah, Nigga like <laughs> so many songs like with Meek Mill with that same-ass flow and that beat that they use I was like that's generic-ass Meek Mill uh, song so I, I didn't know. It.
1: Did you know that Roddy Rich was uh, signed? By Dream Chaser, by Meek Mill. Mm. mm I bro, I just found out Meek. I must me. have
0: been low key.
1: Roddy Richards signed that. to Meek Mill. Wow, McMill.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, Dream Chasers. He he signed to Atlantic Records and to
0: Dream Chaser. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause they both come from a real they, they into that street shit. Like, mm-hmm. So yeah yeah, I definitely give it to him.
1: Yeah, Roddy Rich is definitely, like, he owns the streets right now. The streets love love this album.
0: And he'll make great, bruh, y'all artists, y'all need to capitalize on Roddy Rich. He makes a really great feature, too. Yeah, the Racks in the Middle feature, I I, I messed with it, bruh. bruh. Like, that's, Racks in
1: the Riddle was uh was another dope track that really put him out. Yeah, you know?
0: and then I was just listening to Fabulous again, in the, and he has a song with Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. And the way he capitalized on that song it was just like yeah y'all y'all artists need to get on this guy, this kid cuz he up next for real right. in my opinion. Right. So
1: all right, ambitious bossy said Roddy Rich is fire, raw, real and I can relate. Rappers that talk true about the struggle, I can relate to it. I
0: agree 100%. Roadrunner
1: SS said Meek Mill could have did better and I agree with that too. Definitely. Um so for me um, I enjoyed every single one of these projects. Honestly, they're so different. They're, they're, like, they all belong yeah, in different. Like, Roddy is for the for the streets. X is for when you're in the room by yourself. and <laughs> Fresh Montana is when you're in the club. <laughs> Fat Joe is when you're in the car. Like, just want to hear some like fresh hip hop shit. So, yeah. like, every every single one of these projects are different, and I respect that, and I and I love that we can all digest this at the same I time. Agree. So you nailed it on the mark for that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I agree with that.
1: Um but for right now, I guess I gotta make a choice.
0: Um <laughs> I feel like I already know who you're gonna give it to.
1: <laughs> I, I, I always I,
0: guessing
1: it. Yeah, you probably know. I know <laughs> you're gonna give it to, too. It, it's fine. <laughs> um I'm gonna to give top album this week to Fat Joe I
0: and know Dre it. with <laughs> family tape. I'm going to do you it. You can tell by the way he might <laughs> tell so passionate, be like, yeah man, like I just really love this album. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had to do it, man. I yeah. had to do it, and it, when you listen to the album, you understand why. Please listen to the third track, um, "Heaven and Hell." Please listen to the track with um, Wayne in it. Wayne killed that feature too. Oh my God, that song with him and Wayne. Um, also, the song with Eminem and Mary J. Blige
0: um, as well. That so, that song is incredible. Yeah, and um and... Oh. Don't man. give Emma a verse. Like if he got diss somebody's like it's a rap. Like he going to do his best. It's about time though cuz I'm not going I'm not going to hold you the whole
1: Eminem cuz you know he he uh dissed, uh Nick Cannon in in the, in the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, the
0: whole song. You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: the whole verse. I mean Nick Nick Cannon and and Eminem has had a feud um that all spark from Eminem saying some choice words about Mariah Carey. Yeah, while I was they were a
0: hit married. to. I'm not hit today. Little dialogue.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's. I I forgot what song it was and what he said, and everything like that. But what I do know is that Eminem said something that was supposed to be disrespectful to Mariah Carey while Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey were married. Oh, okay. And that's where it started from. And Nick Cannon, even from then, was like, "I want the
0: smoke. I want all the smoke. Come
1: see me." Now, can can I theory. say
0: something? What? So M is definitely at his best when he's dissing somebody. Absolutely. I feel like he makes his best track when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. Um, if M gets on Waddling Out... That's what he wants. That's that's no, what Nick Cannon wants. Let's, yeah. I think Nick is going to kill him. Because it, it's... it's, it's <sighs> it, no. Listen, <laughs> it's strategic at this moment. And this is a different realm. You're talking about comedy. M is too serious. And I don't think he has a funny bone... And his, I don't know, em, I'm not a fan, but when you're going to and Out, you can't do that whole battle rap series stuff. Like, you gotta come with some clever, comedy as like, lines. And Nick and his team is going to bring it he gonna. they going to be on his ass man Eminem
1: is a fucking troll bro
0: like he made a song we'll like see. what if i was gay
1: you know what i mean he got on the uh on the movie interview uh, you know what i mean like well Eminem, i'm not hit i'm not
0: hit to that so it's,
1: it's like a dry humor Eminem is very dry humor oh, and man. then and then he's also he'll give you some crazy punchline. you know Eminem is known for saying shit that like normal human beings won't say Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you just say some. So you think he, if you go wallow now, he gonna be nobody in Nobody wants smoke okay. with Eminem. Okay. Nobody in their right mind wants to battle Eminem in the rap battle. <laughs> if you have you if if you have at least fifty percent of brain cells in your head, you do not want to battle Eminem. You know what's period. funny?
0: The legendary uh, Jadakiss. He was like, man everybody knows not to mess with the white boy. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like, they, they (laughs) know
0: cause this nigga will say something about fucking your grandmother and it just, like, makes you mad, like. he's like, y'all know who I'm talking about. Don't mess with the, everybody, they was like, back in the 90s, like, Big J, all of them, they knew not to mess with the white boy, like. (laughs) He was Uh, a different league when it comes to that. Right. Um,
1: so, uh, the name of Fat Joe and, uh, Dre's album is called Family Ties. Uh, for um anybody that wanted to know, uh <laughs> shout out Rico, Rico Spazman. Um Rico put me on to this guy named uh Marlon Kraft. Um I didn't get to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. but um it's this dude could wrap his fucking ass off, dog. Like he talks about some real stuff too. Um we'll we'll get into that more um when I talk to you about it. Okay. Um, so that's it for me. So I got Fat Joe and Dre family Ties for Top Album. Is that what would what, you have?
0: Nigga. I, I, Everybody I, I, know Ronnie Rich. Please excuse me. I forgot. The streets know, like you said. Mm. Can't be mad at it. Um, I'm actually going to go see him at the uh, Fillmore. Oh, yeah? If anybody wants to go with me.
1: When, when is he uh, performing?
0: January. The end of January. He should go. I think the ticket's like $33. So, Ain't nothing.
1: All right, yeah. cool. I'm, yeah, I'll probably mess with it. Uh, I like a good concert. Especially, I, I like the Fillmore, too. The Fillmore's, the yeah. Fillmore's dope. Dope vibe. Um... So real quick, man, we're gonna get into top shit. Right. I'm gonna wrap this up. Okay. So in case you guys haven't known, um, we'll get a little political on you guys, real quick. <laughs> not, not not super political, but something that's really gonna affect our community. All right. The Senate has just passed a bill that approved um, funding
0: for HBC for
1: HBCUs indefinitely. Yeah. Um, They have passed a law that HBCUs will get $255 million a year. That's major. That will fund it. And it will kind of serve as a lifeline to uh, a lot of these HBCUs and their programs and stuff like that. Um, I mean, even something in there, I think they said $7.7 million will be taken away from the people who already have degrees from HBCUs, like, somebody like me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm directly affected by this because, um, it takes away, it, it allows programs for, like, income-driven payment plans. Okay. So, like, people who graduate from college and obviously are in student loan debt, um, instead of them, you know, paying, like, just a regular payment, they'll look at your income and figure out, you know, how to, how to work that out with you. Um... A lot of other things, too. They, they take out a lot of the extra questions in your... If you're applying for a federal loan and stuff like that, a lot of those questions get taken away because basically what they're saying is those questions are designed to filter out people from, you know, from getting approved and stuff like that. But anyway, um, this bill, in my opinion, was almost like kind of a, a way to introduce some reparation more talk. Yeah, I was surprised
0: when uh, when I heard about it. I was like, "Oh wow!" I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah,
1: and and then to top it all off, Ivanka Trump tweeted uh, at the end that they're super happy to you know to approve this law. Can't wait to get it signed in the White House.
0: Yeah, I bet they are. I bet they are, man. So,
1: how do you feel about this chat? Because I I. Me being a product of HBCU, uh, more than one, um, I see how this could benefit um, directly, mm-hmm. but you know not all of us go to school. You know right. what I mean? So it's it's like it it goes into this like okay, this is good, but don't don't let this distract you from the reparation thing too. This is cool, this is this is necessary, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's not it. <laughs> you right, know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Um, I'm all for it. Uh yeah. um, uh I didn't get to finish school but um I still think education is very important mm. and it's definitely for the future for our youth, so like I said, I'm all for it. Like I don't know what the intentions are but it don't even matter at this point. They're like you said, they're giving how much money to H B C Two hundred fifty five two hundred and fifty, so it's it's definitely necessary and the the youth is the future, so yeah. I I agree with it and I support it, and we, we'll just go from there. We
1: lost a lot of uh, HBCUs in the process too, like you know, Morris Brown. There's, there's a lot of HBCUs that you know lost their certification and stuff like that. due the funding. I know Bennett College struggled a lot, you know, mm-hmm. recently. But but at the end of the day, um, I I feel like it's a good thing. Um, Definitely, it's it's nothing wrong with you know taking advantage of of something that to me, is is old and dude. You know what I mean? There's, right. there's so many things that have kept us away from education for the longest time, and we had to fight this to get our own, and now here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, I did get... Somebody did message me, one of my mans. Um, he didn't agree with this because he felt that um, because HPCUs are taking money from from the federal government that will be kind of used as puppets. Mm-hmm. Um They'll be kind of be used as puppets.
0: What, what does he mean? I don't understand.
1: Basically, saying that okay, if we if we if we take the money, then we're gonna have to do whatever they tell us to do, and we'll be subject, subjugated to to them and stuff like that. And, uh, I, and I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either. What I was saying is like, first of all, if that's in place, they're doing that already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like regardless of if they're giving us money or not, and most of these HBCUs are state. Certified, so right. it, he was. He was like, they'll come in and tell you what the what you can teach and what you cannot teach and stuff like that. and I'm like, no, I,
0: don't I don't think, think that's I it. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't. I don't right.
1: think that's it because normally, like I said, these <clears throat> schools are state normally certified and funded mm. and stuff like that. So yes, they do have to reach a certain level of of education to consider to be certified and and stuff like that. But I think just by taking money from the federal, I don't think it's gonna ex- make it even harder than that. I don't yeah. feel like... I don't feel like that's going to come into place. Because, like I said, me coming from... Me coming from HBCU, I learned some things um, in schools I wouldn't learn in any other school. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I took a class called African Diaspora that changed my life. Like, I had no clue. I mean, like, I... You hear about stuff, like, in books and movies and stuff like that, but when... When you take a class on it it's just like it's so fascinating to actually learn what your history is mm-hmm. before slavery. Mm-hmm. Like you know because every, everybody always loves to tell you about slavery and and loves to tell you about what was going on with black people during that time. But like you know we existed before that, right? right? What were we doing in Africa and stuff like that? Like nobody got into that and stuff like that and the African diaspora class really like taught me like Yo, how global we are, and what we were doing. All I can around tell
0: from world. what you, the conversations I had with you, mm-hmm. it definitely um, changed you, shaped you, who it, you are now. It
1: definitely did, and then, you know, always continue to keep learning. That's that's one thing I learned from that as well too. But yeah, so that's that's the Senate right there passing that bill. Hopefully, like normally, so for a bill to get officially put in the law, the the Senate has to pass it, the House has to pass it, and the White House has to sign for it. So, we know the Senate has signed for this bill. According to Ivanka Trump, I don't even know what her job title is, but <laughs> I, I don't know who, I don't know what Donald Trump's daughter' job position is at the White House. But anyway, they said they're ready to sign it. So, I guess it leads it up to the House. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. If it comes in, really cool um, for us, dope. But don't let that, you know, distract us from right, the reparation yeah, yeah. conversation, because <laughs> that still has to happen.
0: Definitely.
1: OT Genesis
0: <laughs>
1: covers Keisha Cole love song. <laughs> <That's 'Cause>, uh, <laughs> never knew when that's we stopped crapping. <laughs> hey,
0: they're doing fire, bro. They're hilarious. hilarious. He made a whole music video on it and actually published the song. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, he did. Uh, I was surprised to hear that. Um
0: I don't know how Keisha Cole feels about that, but <laughs> I don't know either. She haven't said anything either. Mm. She might be laughing. She could be. Um,
1: Black Widow movie trailer finally dropped. I haven't seen it. You are dumb wild. I'm a Marvel fanatic. I know. If anybody Me else, too,
0: but I haven't seen it.
1: If anybody else is a huge fan of Marvel A, Marvel has finally gave us some content. Black Widow official movie trailer is uh, out right now. I'm watching tonight. The movie will be out in May 2020. Um, from what it looks like, this is Natasha going back to Russia. It could be... It's, it's a mystery, right? Because, spo- first of all, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> if you have not watched Avengers Endgame, who are you and are you human? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, this has to do with after Avengers Endgame. So, in Avengers Endgame, Natasha died, Black Widow died in the movie. So this new movie coming out, it's it's a mystery. We don't because Natasha, that she's a spy. We don't know if she's still alive, if she's dead, what right. time period this is and stuff like that. So and this is supposed to bring in a whole new wave of new movies coming in for Marvel. So it's like very, the suspense. Yeah, Keep it like that. It's very exciting to see what we're going to get with that. And just to throw a little bit of shade in the room, um, DC has also dropped their trailer for the sequel to Wonder Woman. <laughs> On Dave the after
0: la- The last Wonder Woman was, was incredible, so I love that movie.
1: Wonder Woman did really good numbers. Yeah. Um, it was DC's first. I think it was actually one of the first female um, movies, like, leading superhero mm-hmm. movies that... Um, major blockbuster to come out. So, I can't think of another one um, that was... A uh, few, you might be right. That
0: woman wasn't that good.
1: Yeah, I think Wonder Woman definitely took the cake for that. Um, uh, you but, might be right on that one. Yeah, Marvel came out with Captain Marvel afterwards and that did extremely well. Um, but it's definitely good to see Black Widow get her own film. Um, it's She's definitely... Definitely deserving of it. Definitely, and the character is She's incredible. Strongest shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, this this week we have gotten some movies that came out. Queen and Slim. Still haven't seen it. And twenty one Bridges. Have you seen it? I seen Queen and Slim yesterday. Oh man, why you didn't call me? Anything? I I know, man. It was kind of it was oh, kind of spontaneous, bro. Oh okay okay gotcha. Um,
0: He's with your uh, your. Your girl. Yeah, I was with my
1: girl, yeah, man. We had a date night. Um I'm I'm not gonna t- uh, Yeah, please
0: don't say anything. I'm nothing. not gonna
1: say anything. Uh, okay I
0: definitely out of respect.
1: Say we'll talk about that later. Um <laughs> <laughs> Both um I heard was a good movie. I gotta see 21 Bridges too. Um Last but not least, um want to shout out um Miss South Africa for winning mm-hmm. Miss Universe. Big shout out. Miss I'm a Please uh, forgive me for butchering your name, which is what I'm about to do. <laughs> okay, I, I I I am sorry. I'm going to try. Zazi Beanie Tunezi. Um. First of all, all you gotta do is type in Z O Z on Google, and you her name will probably come up. Anyway, she um, was Miss South Africa. Uh, she won Miss Universe yesterday, um, which is which is really dope, man. Um, just to see. Black
0: um, women, they just keep winning, man. I man. mean. But you said she won Miss uh, Universe. So- in South Africa. And Miss South Africa. But there, a black woman also won Miss, Miss America. U- yep. America. Miss so, USA. Yo, Miss Teen USA. It was like, it's, winning, the first, it's the first
1: time in history that um, black women have held the title of Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA. And there was something else, too. That's major. Yeah. I mean. I love but, it. Basically, we already knew how how black women are. I mean, they're they're they already Miss Universe in America and all that yeah, stuff. Definitely. Um,
0: but it's it's cool to see them getting that recognition. Um, black women taking over. They uh, what's the, They the number one in graduating from high school and college as yeah, well. Yeah, they're, right, the they're, edu-
1: they're the most educated group in they're the country. Killing, bro. Like yeah, Like everything. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm for it. I'm sure. Yeah, so I mean, it's shout outs to her um for for winning that title. It's it's been an amazing year for um, amazing time for for her and um everything that she represents. So um I think that's going to do it, man, for Top Hill episode 11. Um we appreciate you guys for for tuning in, watching the show. Um We are now available on Apple Podcasts. Finally. (laughs) Shout out to Apple Podcasts. Um, We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on Breaker, we're on Anchor. That's why I listen
0: to all my podcasts, Apple. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, man. And we're international as well, too. So we we really want to give a shout out to all of our international viewers. Um, We have people from South Africa to Canada to England to Zimbabwe, um, we love y'all. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's dope um, to hear to hear our voices and being heard by all these people from different countries is 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 really dope. Definitely. Um, there's there's so much to talk about this week, but unfortunately we're out of time. Um, shout out to Cardi B real quick. Cardi B is doing a concert in Ghana and Nigeria. For oh yeah, did hear about that. Yeah, shout-out shout to, out to
0: her verse on Fat Joe album. I do remember
1: that, Yeah, too. yeah. That Joe, <laughs>
0: yeah, yes. That Joe was tough. Ass up FaceTime.
1: Uh, that <laughs> Fat Joe family ties. That Joe was top tough. Top-out for Money boss. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, that's going to do it for our episode. Um, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on all of the podcast platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, all of that. Um, what else? What else am I missing, Chad?
0: Twitter, Facebook. Oh,
1: Instagram. yeah. Follow, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that on all of our platforms. Yeah, talk
0: to us, man. We, we friendly. I'm not friendly. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <Keep laughs> you <lying. laughs>
1: um, Yeah, also, um, this year is coming to a close. Um, our next episode we'll, we'll have coming up. We're going to start getting our top albums and top albums of the decade um, coming up soon. Um, also for our businesses, our entrepreneurs, our business owners, our artists, our producers, um, everybody that can hear us, we are going to be having guests on the show coming in 2020. Yes, sir. Um, we have people who are going to be on here, um, you know, advertising their products, their businesses, their, their music. If you are interested on being a part of the show or being a guest on the show, um you know send us a message on our DMs um we will then put you on our schedule um january is looking pretty booked up already um mm-hmm. uh, but if we can't fit you in january obviously we'll try to coordinate a time with you guys um on on when to get you on the show but um yeah hit us up on Top Hill Pod on Instagram um DMs let us know if you guys want to be guests on the show all right man that's, that's it, it. <laughs> yeah. All right, yo, guys. Thank you guys for checking out another episode of Top Hill Pod. This is episode 11. I'm me, muddy Boss. And I'm Chad Visionaire. You Love man. y'all, man. Have a good night. Peace.